0: The 77 Club,
3: the Wolves podcast for the Gold and Black Army. Hello and welcome to episode 147 of the 77 Club, live on YouTube. So welcome along. Happy Maundy Thursday. Good Friday tomorrow. Long weekend ahead. And uh, we're all looking forward to it. I know, Jack, you cracked open the beers quite early on this afternoon. You've gone for the Budweiser. Let's go through the pundits, So this evening, starting with Harry. Hello, everyone. And Dan Bayliss is here
0: hello uh, the world
3: of youtube and podcasting uh, and of course jack the aforementioned jack
2: all right guys
3: so we'll, we'll start really with the international break i think and a uh, couple of wins for england harry connor cody's in the squad you said that you're going to get a tattoo of him On your forehead, I think, if he scores the winning penalty that wins us to Euros, Uh, how confident are we to begin with that he's going to be in the squad for the European Championships come June 14th?
1: Yeah, I think he uh, he will be in the squad, just because I think Southgate absolutely loves him. Um, Some of the words Declan Rice has said about him as well is quite positive, saying he's like a leader in the dressing room, things like that. And he was captain, wasn't he, Uh, for a bit in the San Marino game, so fair play to him. And, yeah... He will go, but I don't think he'll be a starter, unfortunately. Jack, I want to bring you in there, because I think you said against
3: teams that are slightly better, you can see Cody playing as part of a back three, maybe. Which Um, is, of course, what he's used to.
2: I don't know. I'm one of these people who's slightly surprised that he's been in the squad this season, uh, to be honest. Um, But saying that, they must see something in him, and Southgate must see something in him. Like Harry said, he must be good to have around the squad. Good for coaching the less experienced players, perhaps, and just a, a good all-round presence. So now I think he's got his foot in the door with Southgate. Southgate does like sort of, like picking the same players again and again. So I think he's got a chance, mm. actually. I think he's got a very good chance of being in the squad, at least. Whether it'll be a starter or not, I doubt it, but it does give you the option to, if you come up against a really tough team, I was going to say Germany then, but obviously bad example after their result last night, but in a knockout game where you need to keep the score down, playing five at the back could be an option, but... Whether the fans are like that or whether it will really work, I don't know. But I think he's. I think if he gets a place in the squad, it's he to to ensure he gets a place in the squad. We need to have a decent run towards the end of the season. If we finish in the top half, then there's there's no sort of a there's there's no critics really to to him getting his place. It, um, but if obviously if we continue on a bad runner form, there might be questions over it. But I think he's got a great chance, obviously barring injury. And there were rumours going around uh-huh. today that. Um, there's going to be 25-man squads for the Euros didn't see that just because of the whole pandemic thing and fatigue so that gives him two extra places mm. to, to get into so you know fair play to him bayliss what do you think about that I mean
3: it, it, his form obviously is going to be a huge factor in being selected but it's also going to be the form of other players as well I mean you're looking at Tyro Mings, similar position uh, Villa doing obviously slightly better than Wolves in the league yeah I mean I honestly think Ming's and Cody
0: is a better <laughs> option than Stones and Maguire like genuinely John Stones isn't particularly (laughs) great and Harry Maguire's hugely overrated and overpriced so it wouldn't be a bad option I think he'll go anyway it looks like in that sort of leadership role Cody's quite well set in the squad and people like him you saw what Declan Rice had to say about him so I think it's a foregone conclusion I think he'll definitely go it'd just be good to see him play a bit more game time you know they could have played him against one of Albania or Poland for a half or something, just to give him a bit more time. Stones had a
3: shocker anyway, so... We saw why he was slightly out of form for Manchester City, wasn't being picked, John Stones, didn't we, Harry? But on the Wolves' side of things, does this almost complete the generational cycle of seeing Wolves absolutely rubbish and then seeing one of their main players with England at a tournament? Because it's been a long time since Steve Ball... Uh, you know scored that goal and went to that tournament Italia 90 and it it almost seems like that younger generation that was born after that happened has sort of got something that they can relate to with their
1: their dad and their granddad yeah definitely and we weren't even born was we when Steve Ball went to Italia well I wasn't anyway Italia 90 and it is good I mean we've well definitely me I've give Cody a bit of stick over the years for his defensive game but you've got to take your hat off to him what he's achieved and he does it all with a smile on his face and like Jack said you'd be tempted when, you? know I think a lot of Wolves fans will get get his name on the back of the England shirt for the Euros yeah, even if he makes an appearance in any of the games even if it's the third knockout game do you know what I mean and like the, the tournament's oh, gone yeah. or we're not through or you know like similar to the uh, Belgium game in the World Cup and he just gets an appearance in a game like that I'll be absolutely buzzing for him and if we do play five at the back will he start a sweeper probably not probably not and I think the fact he played against San Marino, that was kind of the game where he played the second team, really, wasn't it? I think he's just giving him a little run out, and he's not in. He's not a starter, unfortunately, but maybe, maybe one day he might be if uh, things fall into place. How confident would you be to see him
2: in a back four, Jack? Uh, it depends on you playing <laughs> against San Marino. No danger. It's fine. I'm not worried. Not worried at all. But (laughs) when when you're talking about teams in the potential European Championship, um, you you know, I I think we we all we can all agree that he's best as a defender in the centre of a back three slash five, whatever. Doesn't mean to say he can't do it because he's done it for occasions on us when we played well this season. Look at like the Arsenal away game, these sort of games. So I think he can do it, but he definitely won't be first choice. He'll be down the pecking order.
0: Yeah, and that's where he prefers to play. Clearly, he is a sweeper more than a solid, traditional centre-back. But that I think that's the modern game though, isn't it? Passing out from the back and moving the ball around. And he does it quite well. And I think he's shown his qualities for England. He's, he's had games. Fair enough, the opponents haven't been fantastic. But San Marino just sat in for... 90 minutes and didn't touch the ball so he, he had to look at how he could good team Ah, no? oh, brilliant are any of them professional footballers well, I think two or three of them are aren't they some
1: of the are on the post men people like that.
3: <laughs> which is a professional the
0: the, key, the keeper was class yeah. their keeper was brilliant
1: yeah, yeah, yeah he was yeah, actually, he actually he was. Was.
3: let's have a look at the um, wider <laughs> squad though I mean Harry we were sort of having a, a little bit of a say a disagreement wasn't it almost of, of who's going to be playing right back potentially I said it's got to be Carl Walker 34 appearances Manchester City Manchester City top of the league this season but you think the other side of Manchester the red side Aaron Wambasaka?
1: yeah and I was surprised we had a look before we come on that he hasn't made a senior appearance yet which I thought he had for some reason I just think he's the best right back we've got um, it's a, a bit of a crowded area trippy there as well um, even uh, Trent alexander arnolds in there and one or two of them will probably miss out so I prefer him out of everyone. I do like Carl Walker, but the only thing that worries me when we do come up against the big boys in the later stages, if we do get there, I just think wan is the best defender out of the bunch. Walker's great going forward, full of energy, but think back to that game in the World Cup against Tunisia when he gave away the handball. Like He's got a costly mistake in him, I think, Walker. So just for me... Wampersack is the best right back available, but Southgate probably won't even take him. And he probably won't even start Grealish and people like that because he's frustrating and he's turned into an England manager that don't pick players on form. He picks players that he's favourites, he's, that he was his favourites, unfortunately. We haven't seen him before, have we? The way
3: England, England managers of the past would normally revert to picking big big names and it doesn't seem that he's picking big names. Like Harry says, he seems to be picking favourites. So that is a, a little bit new, I suppose, in that way. But Bayless, if I say pick a goalkeeper was Nick Pope obviously who started the other night the one that's going to have the gloves it's better than picking Pickford so
2: you see yeah, I was going to say <laughs> he loves Pickford, he though, Pickford and he wants to play it out from the back and and mm. there was a, a, well, a moment in the Poland game last night where Pope looked a bit uncertain when he had the ball played to him quickly at pace and he had to clear it and he nearly gave away a good opportunity for Poland so it, that's one of the areas where I think we're a bit weak probably overall If given the way you want to play because I just don't have any confidence in Pickwood at all. He's one of those players who he could be a semi-final of the Euros and then he decides to two-foot somebody and give away a penalty in a red card even though they was not under pressure. So <laughs> I, I don't know if that's a, that's a difficult one.
1: <laughs> I loved him in that penalty shootout though in
2: 2018. Oh, against <laughs> Colombia, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Incredible,
3: isn't it? The summer yeah. of love. I mean, it'd be great to see something like yeah. that again and obviously all the omens are there and um, you know, Wembley hosting a tournament game for the first time since '96, and obviously that did end in tears in the end. But when we look at the attacking options that England have, Harry, I mean, if you're Gareth Southgate, you've got a massive headache come the summer because there
1: is such an amount of talent in there. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, for me, I know he plays for Aston Villa, and I know this is controversial, but Not for much longer. I think Grealish should start. Yeah, I don't know exactly where he'll be gone, but I think Grealish has got to be a starter, but. He'll start Kane, obviously. I think behind him it should be Greedish, Sterling and Foden, maybe. But I think he might he loves Mount, doesn't he? He absolutely loves Mount, so I think he may be in there. But it's frustrating for me. I'd, you know, I'd love to see with England. It'll never happen. But I'd love it if they just put out a vote. Southgate picks his so formation and wants to play. Gives it to the public. <laughs>
0: yeah. Gives
1: it to the public. And and then it goes down to a vote who plays. I want to see that. Because so the likes the of Grealish and that would go to buzzer. <laughs> because you No, but the thing is, you just know that Southgate don't like people like don't like Grealish as a person, I don't think. Because he's boring no, he and he remember when he got asked what his favourite drink was and he said it's water. But he was a player. So like, what's your favourite drink? Like, is he to say, like, lager or something? He's like, that water? Yeah, does his character. So someone like Grealish, who's a bit out there, a bit of a I, character, you don't like that? He wants, like, a boring yeah, person. Grealish is
2: one of those who we all know, he's obviously probably, he could be a nightmare to manage and he's obviously quite outspoken and a bit of a pleb. But, obviously, he's classy, he? And pe- people like that. <laughs> so, um, but, oh, he's brilliant. Um, but also, you can't say let England Vote for the team because it'll be like, oh, up front's Boaty McBoatface, behind's by Ian Huntley. Yeah. And, and it, like, was, it's,
1: it's, it's, no, you know what I mean. Vote for the squad he's picked. Well, from looking at even the, Cody might get in that I way. Just, I, yeah. You can't just make assumptions
3: like I, I just like that person in there because it, it will. You'll end up with the remaining. Da- David Attenborough also. will be up front, and yeah. then it'll be half the lead starting <laughs> eleven that are English. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jaden Sancho does he get in there Bayliss uh, probably oh that's a shout yeah, yeah. probably
0: that's a shout uh, yeah and I thought that like Bellingham played alright although he's again crap opposition but I think he's he's a handy player
1: only 17 though Jude Bellingham did you see that tweet I think I think his name is Jade. he said Jude, Jude Bellingham's had a shot on target so England going to retire shirt number <laughs>
3: I love that. all the Blues fans brilliant. are buying it that they're
1: point, going yeah. mad yeah yeah <laughs> So funny. That's
3: just what they needed at that time, wasn't it? <laughs> absolutely <laughs> atrocious like that. Um, Calvin Phillips, why is he in the England squad?
1: Well, <laughs> <he> I don't <laughs> know. Actually, it's a good point because for me, <laughs> yeah, because he plays for me. No, <laughs> the stats back him up. I suppose I'm being. If I say he shouldn't be, that's me being a hypocrite because I'm saying to, I want Southgate to pick players on form. And arguably, he's been in really great form this season, hasn't he? In one of the most informed teams going forward of the season. But I would like to see us not have two holding midfielders. I'd like to see us maybe drop him and then put another attacking player in there or like one of these attacking midfielders we've got and just go what about for Declan
3: it. Declan Rice, what's he doing there? Yeah, I'd have him sitting. I'd
1: have Declan Rice sitting. He's probably the, the man. But obviously, Henderson as well. He loves Henderson, doesn't he? So when he's uh, I think back in it. When we look at
3: the left back berth, I think it has to be Luke Shaw, doesn't it? On current yeah. form, hundred percent. He's having a. Or Chilwell. I mean, it. it you know that is, it's a difficult
1: decision. Oh, actually, say, I you? think I prefer Chilwell. Just just me, but I don't know. I think Shaw's decent, but he's
2: come back from the dead this season. Mm. Luke Shaw, really. Fair play to him.
1: Yeah, I think mm. Shaw's been great. Yeah. The hardest, the hardest pick is the
0: is the attacking line. What do you do? Sterling annoys the hell out of me, but he's a quality player. Kane's got a start up front. Grealish, you've got to give a go if he's fit.
2: When you said Sterling, what did you like what did you think of that penalty last night? With with Sterling.
1: It, it felt like a die for me. I, yeah, I, thought I, thought it, was, I,
2: I thought as soon as I saw that and watched it back, I was like, it's dodgy that he's already going down. The commentators didn't even didn't even mention it. it look look I, don't, I know it's probably a bit of country bias, but there was never a doubt in their mind that was a penalty, and I was thinking if that had been given against Wolves, I'd have been fuming because he's already looking for that before mm. he's even touched. But they all do. Yeah.
3: We know what that they're like. all of the coronavirus restrictions have been lifted on the 21st of June, it's against Czech Republic and he does that. Oh, mate, yeah. hero. <laughs> <laughs> A couple of other names I want to mention because they have to be mentioned. James Madison.
2: I love James Madison. Yeah.
1: Like... like the thing is we're so overcrowded in that area it's tough isn't it it is really mm. tough and yeah. Madison hasn't really had a look in has he let's be honest he don't seem to be in favour no and he Southgate should he's all. a good player yeah great player
0: considering war Prowse isn't War Prowse is the way he crosses the ball it's the closest thing I've seen to
1: Beckham in ages he's, he's got his goal as well didn't he against San Marino he got him going he won't start though he, he, he's probably in like a, he's in a similar similar situation to Cody really isn't he it's nice to be there He'd be happy to be in the squad, oh, but he won't great. be a starter. He is a great player, but he plays for Southampton. If Man City sign him in the summer, then he'll start, won't he? <laughs> Speaking of which, Danny Ings. Wow, well, yeah, that's a rumour, isn't it? Um, he's not going to start for England, obviously. But I feel sorry for for Calvin Lewin because he's been like really informed for Everton, and he won't get. He's, he ain't going to get a look in either. It's just mad. you yeah, so Harry many Kane options. Worlds above. Oh yeah, that Harry Kane's... Kane's the star man, he, Although I still don't forgive him for not passing to Sterling in the World Cup. So, um. I mean, Marcus Rashford again is mm. a, a, another player oh. that didn't make the squad. We're spoiled for choice, aren't we? But Southgate will find a way to mess it up in selection. <laughs> he will. He'll <laughs> pick Benson and Hedges. <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: it would. It will be interesting, though, wasn't it? I mean, England have usually had good goalkeepers, but I don't really have any faith in in any of those. And, and they're sort of in the in the prime of their goalkeeping careers at 28. I mean, Dean Henderson's a little bit younger at 24. I mean, maybe he should get a little bit of a look in, but he hasn't had the game time. Um, Sam Johnston has had a lot of work to do this season. I think he's made the most saves in the Premier League, hasn't he? And mm. for obvious reasons, because <laughs> Albion being a rubbish. Yeah. Um, but, you know, is, is that enough? it would be interesting to see what happens. And, and I think it's got it's got scope to be an incredible tournament anyway, hasn't it, Dan, just because... It's post-COVID potentially in the UK, and
1: everyone's going to be
3: loving life again. No, sorry, sorry, no, Yeah, hold on. It. Let me just pop this up.
1: This <laughs> is <laughs> come, well, come on. the this come on the screen now. It'd be funny, you. <laughs> up the <laughs> semaios is Martin Webb. He didn't. He didn't actually get. Um, he didn't get selected for Portugal, did he? This international break. So maybe no, maybe Bailis is He's right. A shite, Martin, you've got him going now, son. For <laughs> those uh, um, listening on the podcast. Remember. That was easy, Bayless. That was easy. Well, we're talking
0: about the Euros, so there's no <laughs> point in bringing up Smedow because he isn't going to be there. Um, Ooh, that, that that just, is a bite. That just go that
2: back though to what what you were just saying about who they play for. Because do you think that he's got dropped from the Portugal squad because he's moved to Wolves? If He'd oh, was playing for be there.
1: Well, Neto, Neves, no, no. But you think to last last international break, he was flying. He was like setting up. He set up Neto for his goal, if you remember. So he was pretty decent. I don't know what it was. Maybe they were just. Giving him a break.
2: And also, but well, if you're watching him, I think in the last few months he's been really good mm. over the overall. Scenario. I actually
1: do I actually
0: do so. think he's been a lot better in the last three or four games. Yeah. He has been, Is this apology territory? No, not yet. But it's he's been markedly better. But we've played mm-hmm. better as well. Cheers for <laughs> that. Very true. He's very worth true. more than me. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm ever worth thirty three million quid, mate, I won't be doing a podcast <laughs> on a fucking Thursday night. Tell <laughs> you that much. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I thought you were, the way you go on Martin you. Webb, Where he's Martin Webb, he's getting the chat going. <laughs> Turn our attentions to the next Premier League game. We've got a little bit of a wait. I mean, we're probably going to be extremely hungover and, and nowhere near as excited as we are now. But it's been quite a long break. Harry, has it come at quite a good time, though, what, what with injuries and stuff? And it, it means the games are pushed push back a little bit more and there's more chance of potentially seeing Raoul again. Obviously not this Monday.
1: Yeah, well, I'll be honest, I was happy with the break personally, but I mean, I saw Nuno in his press conferences before the international break and he wasn't happy at all. Like, he wanted to carry on and I don't really know why, to be honest, but I think we needed the break. But it's just, we're in such a strange situation as Wolves fans in general because we haven't had this for ages, have we, where we haven't really got much to look forward to. Mm. We literally, all we've got is Raoul's return and... Uh, the West Brom game which probably be a no game either but West Ham are flying they're literally on the verge of the top four which is insane because if you think back to when they beat us 4-0 we, we did a post-match reaction on this on the YouTube channel saying that they are relegation battlers and it's crazy we lost 4-0 to them so that's how good we are you might as well turn off now I think you called them relegation fodder Harry I, don't, don't, yeah, I remember relegation that, yeah. fodder and I got <laughs> I got annihilated but yeah it's going to be a really tough game and we're just going through the motions now, aren't we? So we do need some players back. I, I honestly don't think Raul will be back until like the last couple of games or maybe even the last game, to be honest. But I hope he's back. thing is, though, Harry, are we going through the motions? Are we going through the motions? Because we threw away the FA
0: Cup, which suggests to me that they are trying mm. to get as high up the league as they can. Because if we are now going through the motions and we see five or six crap on the beach games of football... You have to say, why the hell did we throw away the FA Cup
1: then? Yeah, I agree. And especially with the news. Well, what, what's the latest like, with the fans? It's like, it's all changed, hasn't it? It was quite funny. I mean, Jack, you
3: put that in the group earlier, didn't you? I think saying that it's going to be 4,000 local fans and it just so happens. And you, How far away are you, based? Would you count as a local? Because you sort of said, oh, I'm glad we went out. And then on second recollection, it, it looked like you might actually get in. <laughs> 14
0: miles, That's got my to places from local. The
2: thing is, though, I, I, I don't... Would you want to go with four thousand randomers nah, from around, not where, at all. by where you live, rather than not for all are like you? Just it just it just uh, destroys the whole spectacle, doesn't it? And it's just like oh yeah, you got to sit there with your mask, nowhere near anybody, and all the people watching are just you know they support Brent United, whoever, and so there's, there's not a team. <laughs> Who they support? Ha- Havant water Waterlooville. But
0: yeah. Sam, I reckon there are ten million people between me and 10 Wembley. Ten million.
2: You reckon?
1: Uh, could easily be. Yeah, yeah. I suppose it may be in their circle. I might be a local, but it's quite a long list. And with what Jack said, though, like I think it was a few podcasts ago, where just leave it till August or whatever it is. Just let this season ride out as no fans now. Might as well, have not we? Like, was it Man United our last game that potentially yeah. could have it? Just leave it now. That's just my view on it, anyway.
2: It's not worth. It's it's not worth the hassle and the mess about and all the. Trying to get tickets when there's only let only going to let five thousand in or whatever it might be, it's just not worth the stress. When I go back, I want it to just be chilled. Go Won't with your be mates. Chilled. Hopefully, it'll be a nice August. Got no chance. <laughs> chilled. You're going to be asleep under the we'll chair. Nice <laughs> Bath time. Chilled in the morning. Swan until two a.m. Be sick on the way home. Hate myself Mind on the, the Sunday, good old days. And then do it again the weekend. <laughs> and do it all again. <laughs>
3: Um, let, let's remind ourselves
1: let's go through a starting 11 Harry what are you going to go for Well wow, good question what was the last one I can't remember it's been so long fantastic uh, the, the big question for me is if Pedence will return because I want to see him back in mm-hmm. oh uh, but and, Pedenz, no, and it, it's. It I think it, like it he's going to continue with Willie and Jose yeah so it'd be, this, it'd be the same wouldn't it Nuno doesn't really change so it's going to be the same I would love to see us um, be adventurous and switch to like a four-two-three-one, but as we know that didn't work we need Raoul back so it's going to be the five at the back as Cody is sweeper and Dan Donker had a bit of a nightmare against Villa didn't he I remember that one so will he get in put, maybe put him back in midfield but William Jose is a start start for me um, if Pedence is fit he starts because as we know Traore pff, I don't know maybe all, all of them will start when they neto Pedence Traore uh, Moutinho and Neves would you start them two or would you slot Dendonkrim in one of them I don't know but uh, I think it'll be the five at the back and Nuno won't change too much from the last game we played which was about a million years ago now Do you want me to just run through that game
3: against Liverpool who started and obviously the big question mark still is really over Patricia, I suppose and, and we, we hope that he is going to be okay and he's fit because let's face it, we need him. Um, I don't think any of us really rate John Ruddy really as a, a starting option. Um, I think he's a, a decent enough cup keeper, but then he hasn't really shown that to be the case either. But I'll just run through it Patricio, Sace, Cody, Bolly, Semedo, Johnny, <laughs> Matinho, Neves, Neto, Treore, and Jose. Sorry. I'm trying to, I'm We're trying to getting remain professional sorry, throughout sir. this. and you,
1: uh, <laughs> Sorry, so Roberto, but what's your thoughts on Dunk looking like a Belgian regular midfield? Very good.
3: Where do you see Traore playing,
1: Dan? Do you, do you see him in the? He'll, uh, he'll be on the right, wouldn't he? He'll be, he'll be on yeah, the Spain. right, but... <laughs> yeah. it's, Spain. Uh, Spain. It's just, he's just... He's looked good, hasn't he? Like, before the international break. But it's still frightening, his stats. I mean, it took the mainstream media so long to pick up the, on the fact he didn't get goals and assists. But that's why I want Pedence back, to freshen it up a bit. And we haven't got to rely on like Neto and Adama to do stuff for us, but... It'd be interesting to see if Adama's actually a Wolves player next season too, which I don't think he will be.
3: No, well, I think it's probably been one of those agreements, hasn't there? I where if you, if you have a, a good season, then you can go. So maybe he'll stay. Actually, uh, in terms of goals and assists, uh, Harry, uh, not Harry, with Jack, what's it looking like for you? Are you going to go with similar starting eleven to what Harry said?
2: Just on the trier point, actually, I forgot that he um, he was getting the Spain squad, wasn't he? Like this time mm, last yeah. year. Yeah. So that's that's dried up yeah. completely and so looked good. Uh, that. Was, that shows how his a, a league form is obviously affecting his, his uh, international call-ups. But um, it seems so long ago since we've had a game, doesn't it? But I, I agree with the guys. I don't think much will change, really. I don't think there's going to be many players back. Um, you think that the break would be good for us, but we've had so many players going mm. off and playing, particularly the Portuguese guys who've done quite well, Neto in particular. So I think it'll be minimal. But at the same time, I think we played well against yeah. Liverpool. I was really pleased with the performance, and I'm hoping we can just build on that. Because even though West Ham have had a good season, these next six games are winnable in my book. I, don't I want to go live
3: but. to our wing back correspondent Dan Moses. <laughs> uh, Dan, can you explain the situation for the wing backs for me, please? <laughs> I
0: don't know what the situation <laughs> oh, is. The backs. I know. Who's Samed, class for a start. We've got Johnny left wing back. <laughs> John. It's going to be Johnny and Samedo. I, I I'm not as concerned now about the wing backs. it's how we're putting together team performances and we've had now 30 minute to a half a game spells where we've actually been really good so as long as we keep up decent performances it's naturally going to get better and we're going to score chances Liverpool was a bit of a shitter just because of yeah, it was what happened but we did play well on the whole it's just, it's just performances and looked like attacking and looked threatening and Samedo for once mm. actually tried to go on the overlap
1: we were decent in attacking yeah.
0: positions And if he can do that more, if he can do that more, then that's how we're going to create chances.
1: Let's do a score prediction, Harry. Well, West Ham, we haven't spoke too much about them. They're flying, and I think they'll beat us, as simple as that. They're really good in for the top four. They've got stuff to play for, like I've mentioned, so I'm going to say 3-1 West Ham, unfortunately.
2: Right, OK. Jack? No, we we have a very good record against West Ham, apart from that 4-0 away game. The <laughs> I was going to say no, yes, it's coming <laughs> up that's the first time they've beaten us um, yeah I suppose So yeah, yeah. and hopefully we're back to normal service granted they've had a great season massively exceeded my expectations but I think hopefully now we can build on that Liverpool performance and everything and go on a little bit of a run so 2-0 Wolves
0: and Bayliss uh, I think we're going to lose 2-1 and I think Lingard's going to score
3: well that's true he's in great form actually isn't he to be fair, that is like a phoenix from the flames, isn't it, Harry? With Jesse Lingard,
1: yeah, uh, he's been brilliant. He's been there. Like, I honestly, I haven't rated Lingard at all at Man United. I never liked him. He scored that good goal for England in the World Cup didn't he, in 2018, but I think it's been a move that's just revitalised his career, hasn't it? He's been on, he's been on flames for him, and he could be the player that does get him into the top four if they do manage to get there. to him, you've got to take your after how he's done. Excellent, right? I'm going
3: to
2: go two one Wolves, obviously. Um, Jack, did you have something to add there? Just that it goes to show how some players go into like can just rot at Man United and then leave and have much better careers, and also <laughs> that maybe we aren't taking advantage of the loan market in this country enough as we should be, because we could have we could have got Lingard, you'd think easily. We don't look to it, do we? But
1: I know. Um... This, this podcast has been quite heavy Villa because of Grealish but I would have loved it if we'd have got Ross Barkley in the summer oh, mate, someone like he. I know he's I, I, yeah. I know he's been shit yeah, but I know he got in. He got injured didn't he but he started no he's, when he started off obviously he was brilliant for him but he got injured and he hasn't been the best since he returned but someone like him who's been there done it obviously bloody signed for Chelsea didn't he which is yeah. mad really good at Everton but we won't do that we, we're always looking abroad to players we've never heard of let's be honest we have to rely on someone else to give us a YouTube link to see how they are when they come in like we did with Willie and Jose watching him score at edder's for fun and things like that and then they never do it do they I mean, when Frankowski come in I don't think YouTube existed then. I remember seeing clips of him banging them in top bin coming at the, right of the side of a Renault out that man
3: He scored against England as well didn't
1: he? For Poland and that was sort of putting him on the map a little bit um mm. Oh, no. Martin says here Sam bad attitude Barkley that's so why we didn't get him true yeah worse than Morgan Gibbs
3: oh
1: that's a good point spends,
0: yeah. spend, spends less time on bloody good TikTok point. than Morgan Gibbs White. that's very true that is very
1: true Martin also says who do you think we'll realistically be in for in, uh, uh, honestly Martin like we just said it'd be Portuguese players wouldn't it we'll never it have heard Portuguese of Portuguese
2: players it just it, the whole it's Villa it's not even a joke the whole, the whole Villa thing it just goes to show how one good transfer window can completely change your team and your league position and let's be honest in the last two or three transfer windows they've not been good enough for us we've stagnated we've Mm. not come forward so this summer transfer window is massive for us I think because we need to bring in first team players and experience and we can't just say oh we're going to sign this 17 year old who's from Benfica and that'll Mm. do and then we'll be all right. because for 40 million. And George because Mendes gets like
1: four, 8 million, yeah. million of it as well.
2: <laughs> well, let's get some latest betting odds. I think
3: Baylis has picked up some, so uh, we'll pass over to the betting extraordinaire.
0: Hello, betting fans. Firstly, my pick, 2-1 West Ham. Lingard score first, to 66-1. Ooh. It's a decent price. Yeah, that. not too bad. 1-0 Wolves. Ruben Neves to get the goal, probably from a penalty, 35-1. to It's not great value. Hmm. Mm. Uh, 2-1 Wolves Johnny to score the first goal 200-1 to uh, a repeat of last time out West Ham 4-0 Antonio to score first to 260-1 wow, wow. <laughs> there's not much dividing the two sides come on everyone's favourite guessing game 2 all draw Nelson Samedo to score first what are we saying
1: uh, oh it's in the hundreds I'd love of it to happen so. I just want Samedo to score Bayless just to <laughs> shut you up really yeah, just I'd, it. It. I'd just love it i just love it if We're we beat three, them 375 475 wow. To one. wow I swear to god it goes, it goes up
0: every week and it's only a month and a bit now until Jack gives me the 50 quid oh Jack
3: it's looking not very good is it
2: <laughs> no it'll be alright gonna have a big six games coming up it only takes one game it does It takes if he one scores game. three in one game
3: I will stroll up Regent
0: Dan, Street in my Dan, birthday suit Dan.
3: Daniel, Take that bet. Take that bet now, because it's get, definitely worth it.
2: You can't deny that he's got closer. He's been getting closer. I mean, I put I put tenner on him to score against Man City, didn't I? And he was stupid. Probably. Why?
0: <laughs> Actually, so so did I. That's like you saying you're going to marry a model because you went to a fashion show. You might
2: get close, but he hasn't scored one, has
0: he? <laughs> he
2: will. He's, he's he's got a lot livelier. He's, he's he will score <laughs> for the end of the season. Jack has any
3: ticket news? Ticket news me, Jack. Anything anything sp- to report on that? We
2: spoke about it earlier, that there might be 4,000 randomers let in for the FA Cup semis. Um, that's it, really. There's nothing else going around. Um, Ticket news. going anywhere nice?
3: I was going to say, um, for the first time, Wolves supporters can watch Wolves women live on Wolves TV. Dan McNamara's side are facing Nottingham Forest in the Vitality Women's FA Cup, which is on Easter Sunday and kick-off is at 2 p.m there you go if you want to go and support Wolves women whack it on Wolves TV jobs are good and um, some other talking points that we wanted to bring into this and Dan I think you saw it and I saw it and we both said "Oh, we need to talk about this it was a while ago now so it was sort of when we thought we were going to do a podcast and then we didn't Um, but it was when Van Basten Marco Van Basten came out and uh, he said he thinks football would be better without the offside rule Um, Dan avid hockey player and obviously a big advocate of Professional footballers going and playing a bit of hockey so they can sort of get into the groove and learn a bit about sport, for the coordination, and fitness. What do you think about football having
0: no offside rule? Well, weirdly, I know that you made the link because obviously hockey doesn't used to have an offside and doesn't now have one. Um, makes it a quick game and it takes a lot of uh, controversy out of the sport. After a couple of seasons, it's like the pass-back thing. You used to be able to pass back in football and now you can't and people have got
3: used to it. I was going to say, would it completely change the dynamic of tactics? I think they tried it at a very, very low level, like a little pilot scheme, but I I just think the whole tactical dynamic changed.
1: Put it this way, Sam Allardyce would be the best manager in the world because he'd just get everyone standing (laughs) on the goalkeeper and he'd boot it 100 million yards into the air. And just get like a massive striker to chest it down and someone sort of tap it. I, I think it's terrible. Stephen I think The reason the offside him. rule came in. That isn't the case. No, but the reason the offside rule came in back in the day, whenever it was, God, no idea when. It was just stop goal hanging. It was, to stop, that. It was just stop goal hanging, yeah. So you've got to have the offside rule. Yeah. It's stupid. Unless you have no head height, like in five side, you've got to have offsides. It's just stupid about right?
2: it. <laughs> the only reason we're having this conversation is nothing to do with offside. It's to do with VAR, isn't it? Mm, yeah. That's the reason yeah, why yeah, people are getting frustrated yeah. with it. So it's, it's not actually assessing the right, the right cause, which is the fact that the referee is shocking, the VAR is shocking and pissing everybody off. It's not the offside rule. It's probably a good rule overall. But
0: That said, in hockey, you, I know it's a different ball and everything, a completely different sport, but you still don't really get people just... You can just loop, huff it forward as hard as you possibly can in the air and try and score from it, but still the, the best passing and moving side normally wins a game.
2: It is It is hard to head a hockey ball, though.
0: It's, it's from the, from. That's, do, you know, do you know what? That's why my nose is this bloody big.
3: <laughs> that's jeans and
0: hockey.
1: Well, that's long-headed a ball.
3: Bayless, what's the average score in a hockey game? High. Higher than football.
0: And that, it must must be down. To I don't the know that. the stat of what it is.
1: You're also hitting the ball a lot harder, and it's a lot smaller and a lot harder to stop sorry for the podcast listeners this, we are live on YouTube you've seen Fatinia during the international break only under 21s but he's been different gravy yes and Nuno still won't start him Martin yeah. unfortunately he won't win he he I
2: don't think he will eight, eight, he's been
1: decent he's tore it up and it's annoying because <laughs> well it's saying that the rumours did come out after how well he's been playing that we are actually going to look to sign him because so I know we, we went on, didn't we, the other week of saying out of the loan players, who are we actually going to sign? And I think we all pretty much said Virginia And I think you said 8 Norrie, didn't you, Jack? But I, I Vitinia's the only one I'd consider yeah. signing. And the way he plays, and the international duties, but it's under 21s, isn't it? It's a level which is he's comfortable in. He's playing against
2: little boys, really, to try and not sound...
1: Well, I know. Don't,
2: no, not... not. When you're talking about, I think that's a bit unfair. When you're considering like the England players, he's playing against a lot of people, players with Premier League experience there. Um, so, I I just I'm just annoyed that we haven't seen enough of him in a wolf shirt to oh. for us to really realise as fans how good he is. I know a lot of people do rate him, but we've had very little to actually see him from. See him in it, apart from it, like a cup game against Chorley, <laughs> which is a waste of time. So,
0: if there's one I'd give a go, it's going to be Vettini.
1: Yeah, but also, right, our tactics. Like, he's an attacking midfielder. And most of the time when he's played, apart from... But even against Chorley, actually, we just sit back. We sit back, soak on pressure and hit teams on the counter. He's the player who wants the ball at his feet in the hole, like on the edge of the box, creating stuff. We don't do that, do we? We get the ball, whack it to the wings, try and hit him on the counter when Cody sprays it out. And that's just not going to suit his game. But when he plays for Portugal... He gets the ball at his feet. He runs at teams. Just amazing skill. He just looks unreal. Get him and then, but he's just not a, a Nuno type of player for our system. Unfortunately, I wish we was. I wish we could change. Wolves four point oh four two three one. Him in the hole, creating stuff. But it's not going to happen. I'd have
2: to play forward the back. And if we want to do that, we got we got to buy defenders in the summer who can play in that. Apparently,
1: according to Roberto, it's a done deal. According to the socials, but what can you believe on social media? It is
2: April Fool's Day, isn't it? So. I don't know if you can believe it. I, th- I can believe that, yeah. But I don't necessarily think... and it's bad, but I don't think him coming to Wolves with the way he's hardly been playing, he's probably good for his overall development for him. Mm, perfect. Right, OK. Well, should yeah. we leave
3: it there for this week then, I think? Excellent. And we will just finish on a, on a more serious note. And um, it was the passing of Lee Collins, obviously started off at Wolves. Uh, Yeovil Town, captain, passed away at the age of 32. Today, uh, Yeovil have made the statement and say they won't make a further comment at this time and their game with Altrincham which was for tomorrow has been postponed so thoughts with uh, Lee's family at this difficult time for them so um, ending on a serious note but we will end with a goodbye and it is a goodbye from Harry Mansell
1: yeah I just want to say as well uh, Claude as well off AFTV I know people like think he was you know I don't know what people think of him but that was a shame so it's just such a shame and rest in peace to both of them but yeah, see you everyone. And uh, goodbye from Jack Williams.
2: Yep, happy
3: Easter guys. And a goodbye from Dan Bayliss. Goodbye Wolves Fan. And it's a goodbye from me, goodbye.
2: Find more great shows or join the team at sport-social.co.uk Sport
3: Social
0: Podcast Network.